good. I'm trying to fix my background here. <laughs> yeah, we were just doing that. Uh, okay. Hi. Hi. <laughs> How has your day been? Good. Good. I've been I've been doing a house cleaning day. <laughs> oh, fun. Yes. Yeah. Super fun. <laughs> spring cleaning. So all of our kids are on spring break this week. So we're working from home and doing all of that fun stuff. So it's been a different Monday today. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) My kids are on spring break too. They're actually with their dad in Massachusetts. So it's a nice break. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, You can actually get some stuff done. Exactly. Can you hear me good? I can. Yeah. Yeah. Can you hear us? Great. Yes. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for being here with us today. I'm excited to talk to you. Uh, I, love, I love what you're doing online. You're so inspiring. And I just love your realness and your vulner- vulnerability. And I'm super excited to talk to you today and, and uh, let you tell us and our listeners more about the awesome work you're doing. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. I think we had tried to hook up, right? Didn't I try to? Your brother has the RCO. Right in yes. Monroe, yes, 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 yes. like <laughs> a long, long time, time ago. Yeah, yes. yeah. I feel like I, I've already met you, even though I know technically we've never met, but we follow you, and like I just feel like we already know you. So awesome! Thank you so much. Well, I'm excited to be here, and hopefully to be of use and and help you know in whatever way that I can. Awesome. Well, first of all, we want to start um, by just having you. Uh, tell us and our listeners just a little bit about yourself. Sure. Um, Well, my name is Jamie. I'm a woman in long-term recovery. And what that means to me is it has been, let's see, in July, it will be seven years since I have had to use any mood or mind-altering substances to change the way that I feel. Um, Recovery has really just changed my life. It has given me back things that I never thought that I even lost, you know, I mean, like the power of recovery is so amazing. I mean, today I can be a mom, I can be a wife, I am a business owner today. Um, I am a taxpayer, <laughs> I have <laughs> a home, I have a car, <laughs> all of these things. Um, and I and I have the ability to be able to help people, you know, and I get to be creative in that. Uh, I'm, you know, a business owner. I have two businesses. One of them is um, Miracle Massage Group is my massage business where I have actually incorporated recovery into my massage business. I actually created a protocol for people in recovery and people who are detoxing off of opiates to get some relief using massage therapy techniques. So that has been incredible. Um, And then just last year, um, almost exactly a year ago, I created a recovery coaching service, which has, it's so funny, like what I created it for and what it's actually being used as today are two completely different things, but like same thing, just different. You know, it's funny how God sometimes takes ideas and, says, yep, you thought you were going to do it that way, but we're going to shift it. (laughs) (laughs) So what was the difference? I'm curious now, what, what did you start it out if you don't mind sharing and how has it transformed? So I actually wanted to do it 
for anonymous people, professionals, business owners who are not able to live their recovery out loud due to jobs, family, things like that. People who aren't willing or able to go to a meeting where there could be community members, you know? So it was, it was supposed to be like recovery coaching for professionals um, in that, that anonymous realm. And it has actually turned to, I'm a recovery coach for recovery coaches. (laughs) (laughs) And, and I do a ton of work um, online through people that I meet on social media. That's awesome. I love what you said that because it, it's awesome that God will lay like an idea on your heart. And I think he just looks for a person that'll take the first step. And then if you just go, then he'll lead you. And sometimes it does end up being something totally different, but so much better than, than you really could have ever thought of to begin with. So that's awesome. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> so why don't you tell us um, what, I guess, take us back to when you first, when you first got into recovery, like what was your turning point and what was that like your life before now? Oh, um, you know, really, I just got sick and tired of waking up every day, like pissed off that I woke up, you know, um, I was, my addiction took me to things that I said I would never do. Right. I said, I, I would never choose drugs over my children. I would never, um, sell my body for drugs. I would never stick a needle in my arm. I would never steal from my parents. I would never steal from a job. I would never, you know, drive with drugs in my car. I would never rob people. I would never do all these things. And yet there I was, I would never be homeless and sleep in abandoned houses, you know, and that's kind of like, where it ended up bringing me, you know, I got to this point where I was just so tired of, um, you know, having to lie, cheat, steal, manipulate for uh, a night, you know, in a hotel to get more drugs, um, having to sleep with people just to just to be able to stay somewhere, you know, in a in a roof under a roof. Um, And I just got so tired of that. I got so tired of my family you know, um, not wanting anything to do with me. Um, they were just so, I had hurt my family so bad. My, my mom would not let my children be around me. Um, definitely not unsupervised. She was taking me to court for permanent custody of them. They had been living with her for years, you know, but I was allowed to go and see them and come and go as I please come into her house, bring whoever I was with, you know, and she finally put her foot down. It was like, no, you're not, you're, you're not going to come in and out. You're not going to be a mom that says, yeah, I'll be, I'll be there to walk you to the bus tomorrow. I promise. And then not show up. Like, you're not going to do that anymore. If you're not going to be here, then you're not going to be here at all. And that was, um, that was really hard for me. And it was also definitely something that I needed. I needed every door to close. I needed every road to have a roadblock sign, except for 
the road that led me, you know, that said recovery on it. (laughs) So, um, I also got in a little bit of trouble. I got arrested one night, uh, Schedule one, two, three, four, and five, <laughs> which is just a little bit of everything. You know? <laughs> um, I got pulled over and the, the cop was like, this is, you know, like you've got e- everything. You've got just a little bit of everything here. And I was like, ah, typical Tuesday night, no big deal, you know? And he was just, you know, baffled um, at my nonchalantness of it because that was just like, that was just normal for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I, when I went to jail, um, the judge, you know, I, I didn't really have like a huge criminal record. So the judge was like, okay, well, we are going to give you probation, felony probation. And if you, you, if you get in trouble or don't pass a drug test for the next four years, you're going to go to prison. And I thought, I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to pass a drug test, especially not for four years straight. (laughs) And uh, that was when I decided that I needed to do something different. Yeah. So basically just hitting rock bottom. And like you said, doors just really closing for you. And you feeling like, hey, I'm just... I've run out of options and I have to do something different. Absolutely. I mean, even my own grandma, this was like the most painful thing. I cried so hard. My own grandma, I called her like, can I please just come sleep in your living room? And she said, I don't have room for you here. You can't stay here. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if grandma said it. I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah, that's so tough because like you said, I know you're so, you know, that has to be heartbreaking because you're, you know, being so close to your grandma, but it's, those are the hard things I know that have to happen, I guess, to get you to that point. And I think God has to prepare other people's hearts too, because that's hard, you know, as somebody, if you love somebody who has an addiction or something like that, because you love them and you you want to help help them. them. Yeah. And it's so hard to say no um, even though, you know, that's what's best. So get, get for your mom and your grandma though, for being strong, because obviously look at you now. It, I mean, it's awesome, but you know, that yeah. seven years, congratulations. Yes. That is Fantastic. amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much. So sorry, Christy. Uh, I was oh, just going to ask. Um, so, you know, you just told us the story about, you know, hitting rock bottom and things with your kids, with your grandma. Um, what, how far into recovery and what caused you to during that process or after that process want to be a recovery coach and actually help other people who were going through some of the same things? So I actually lived my recovery pretty anonymously for the first couple of years. It wasn't really until I got certified through Georgia Council on Substance Abuse, I got chosen to be a CARES, which is a Certified Addiction Recovery Empowerment Specialist. And I took a course and got trained to be a Certified Peer Specialist for Addictive Disease. And I could not believe that 
I got certified through Georgia Council on Substance Abuse. <laughs> like, like I was a, <laughs> I mean, I was a girl on the corner with a needle in her arm. You know what I'm saying? Like me, I got certified. Like, and then I started thinking like, Jamie, you like, you have a home, your own home. You have a car, you have your own business. Like, why are you so embarrassed and ashamed of where you came from because look where you are and yeah. look at the things that you've overcame and it just like dawned on me and I always tell people when I lost my anonymity my chains of guilt and shame were broken and that is where I became empowered to help others and I found a passion inside of me where you know I was like I can help other people who came from the terrible places that I did and I can bring them to the, to where I am now, you know, to having, having a, a good career and having a home and having relationship with their children. Like if I've gone through this, I have the knowledge, which is power of how to do this because I don't know, um, you know, how many people have had experience with like counseling. I think counseling and therapists are great, but they can't tell you step by step. This is what you, this is how you do it. You know, Um, sharing lived experience. Yeah. So I thought this is, this is it. Like, this is my, my calling. This is my purpose. It gave me purpose for my pain and it gave me a message for my mess. I love that. That's so awesome. I love it. And I mean, I feel like you, you know, like you were talking about people doing counseling and things like that, but to know like everything you've just told us for someone to know that you've been there, you've lived it. it, It's got to make them trust you and feel less alone because you think, Hey, you know, she's, she knows she understands she's been there. And I'm sure that is, that forms a connection with the people that you're helping that maybe someone else couldn't form because I mean, you've lived it and, and you came out on the other end victorious. So I think that that's, you know, what a, what a great testimony to anybody that you're helping. Mm -hmm. And that's what we say. Connection is the opposite of addiction. So, and and I've been through some very, you know, particular things that um, especially women, you know, can relate to having my daughter while I was addicted to pain pills and, having to have a a baby that was, was born dependent and had to stay in the NICU. There are a lot of women out there who have been through that. Not a lot of women who are willing to talk about it, (laughs) but a lot of women who have been through that. I, I get calls about that all the time. And then, you know, my experience of being in that world of like prostitution and I was, I was trafficked and all that. So having that common ground, because especially when you're in that kind of world, you definitely don't trust a lot of people. Well, I just want to say, I'm so proud of you for having the courage to do that because it is hard to be vulnerable and tell like the, 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 your past and bad things that you've done and been through. That's really hard to just be open about that. And for you to share your story with so many people that's just so admirable. And I know that you've already helped so many people and are going to continue to help so many people. So it's just, it, it's awesome. It's amazing what you're doing. And especially like, you know, um, 
we always talk about fighting negativity in the streets of social media. You're putting yourself out there on a platform where so many people judge other people very harshly, you know, so many people have to keep their filters on and put their best foot forward. And I love Christina. I've talked about this. We're like, we've got to get this girl to like, let us interview her on the podcast because you're so real and so transparent. And that is so hard to do, especially I think on the platforms that you do it on, because it's, it's places where people want to be perfect and look perfect and don't want to tell the hard stuff. So um, have you found that really challenging to step out there. I mean, I'm she's just, already laughing. So yeah, <laughs> like yeah. You, get, you get trollers that come on there and say stuff and judge you for oh, it. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I get some. I get some really mean stuff. I mean, oh. I like the probably the only the only stuff that really gets starts to get under my skin a little bit. And my husband has to talk to me and be like. Jamie, just <laughs> calm down, you know, like, cause the only stuff that gets really under my skin is when they start talking about, you know, me with being pregnant with my daughter. Um, and, um, and, and, you know, being addicted to drugs at that time. And they say terrible, mean stuff like you chose drugs over your daughter. You didn't care. And you just wanted, you just wanted to kill her. Like they say, like, so oh. mean, I mean, the, you, the meanest stuff, like you're a baby killer, like all this oh, stuff. I mean, gosh. it's, That's it awful. is like really hard. Cause the thing with my daughter was probably the hardest thing I've ever been through in my life. And with that, you know, being pregnant and being addicted to pain pills and not understanding why I couldn't stop, like, it made me turn on myself, you know what I mean? And think that I was like, there was something wrong with me. I was the worst person ever. I mean, I was so guilt ridden over that. I mean, I tried to commit suicide after I had her. Um, I mean, it was just, it was terrible. I didn't even want to have a relationship with my daughter because I was, I didn't think I deserved to have her, her love, you know, because it was just like, it was like, how could I do that to this perfect little angel? You know what I mean? She was just beautiful and she was perfect. There was nothing wrong with her. <laughs> she was healthy. <laughs> she was amazing. I mean, I, I did, um, you know, tell the doctors when I was like seven, when I was like seven months pregnant, I came out to the doctors and told them, Hey, you know, you've been giving me these, these mild pain pills and I've been taking so much more, you know? Um, so th- really that's like the only thing that is, was the hardest for me as far as like the trollers, but I, I put out messages out there, you know, I'm a um, faithful, strong believer. Uh, I'm a Christian. Um, and so I even more encourage women that, Hey, what you did is not who you are. Mm-hmm. And I am forgiven and free. <laughs> I don't have to be bound down by guilt and shame from my past. That was then. This is now. I'm a new person. I've been transformed. I'm a new creation. Um, you know, and I stand on those things. And I encourage other women to stand on those things as well. Because uh, I will tell you, guilt and shame is the biggest thing that will keep people in addiction. So, um, yeah, I just encouragement that has to be when 
you know, when other women, I'm sure share those kinds of stories with you and for you to be able to say that, like, you know, I'm free and I'm a new creation and so are you. And I mean, you know, like I get choked up just thinking about that because that's, that's so inspiring. And that's, um, to me, that's what it's all about is helping somebody else through, you know, when you get through turning around and helping somebody else through too. So, um, I love that. I love that, that redeeming, we call it redeeming tragedy, a tragedy that you're really redeemed through. And it's, it's so beautiful that, that you're able to do that and share that and encourage and help other women who have been there. Well, and as for the trolls, I know that has to hurt though, to take that part. Like you said, that was the hard, that was one of the hardest things that you went through and that you still think about it. You can tell that it's still very near to you, you know, and you're always going to have the trolls and the people out there um, that say stuff. And obviously those people have never been where you were or or they would understand. And they haven't worked on themselves the way that you have, (laughs) where there wouldn't be that hate and that anger, you know, coming coming from a really sad place in my opinion, but, um, okay, I'm going to switch gears. So, (laughs) so I don't, I don't get mad at the trollers. Um, so you mentioned, you mentioned earlier about your husband calming you down and you just got married and had a beautiful wedding. Can you tell us how you met your significant other and a little bit about that? Sure. Um, I can, yeah. So we actually met, um, over social media, um, which is, crazy. So my husband's name is Adam and he is actually the reason that I am so outspoken about recovery. Um, so I had a a little tiny recovery ministry, like on, you know, on Facebook, just like local to Athens, you know, and, um, it was, it was kind of like a Christian based and, one day I had a comment from this guy and it was actually on a, this is funny. It was actually on a purity post. It was like a a post about talking about not having sex your first year in recovery. So you can pour into yourself instead of, you know, getting distracted. And so he puts this comment of a video link called, um, 13th step in. So, if you don't know what 13 stepping is, it's, there's 12 steps, right? There's like 12 step program. So the 13th step is when um, people hook up. (laughs) Okay. So I have this wonderful post on like being, you know, saving yourself first year recovery. He puts this video about 13 stepping, and I was like, oh, I was so offended. You know what I mean? Like, who is this guy? And why is he putting this on my purity post? And so um, I ended up watching the video and um, my husband, he's a little bit of a comedian and he actually had the same message I did, but he had it in a, a more comical kind of way. So I, I was watching, so I watched the video and then I kind of checked out, he had a, a YouTube channel and, um, I watched some of his videos and, and, and I started sharing them. Cause I was like, well, this is, you know, this is funny. I think my friends would, would really like this. You know, I'm still a little no, offended here. <laughs> maybe my, maybe my friends will like this, you know, and I shared uh, like a couple of his videos, but it was so profound to me how he so boldly spoke about his addiction and about recovery. And I thought, I wish I could speak out about recovery and addiction like that. Like, 
I wish I could have a YouTube channel. And so he had seen that I had shared some of his videos. He, he was living in Fort Myers, Florida. I'm in Athens, Georgia. And so he um, messaged me and was talking to me. And I was like, hey, like, I, I want to start a YouTube channel. Like, how did you do this? And he actually like coached me and helped me to like start my YouTube channel. And then, you know, we kind of just like talked, you know, back and forth a little bit. Um, I had no like, you know, interest there or anything. I mean, he lived in Florida. I lived here, right? I wasn't thinking anything of it. And so he ends up, let's see, he was coming here in July. He was doing like a tour, like a motivational speaking tour. He was going to like three different states to, to talk, um, do video collaborations with other social media recovery influencers. And he said, hey, I'm going to come through Athens and we can do a video collaboration. And I was like, okay, cool. So I like set something up. (laughs) (laughs) I set something up at this uh, nonprofit and got um, Georgia Council on Substance Abuse to come. I got uh, some of my recovery, you know, strong friends to come and some different, you know, different people. We, we, we ended up doing a bunch of videos. So he ends up, you know, coming and, and knocking on my door. And it was like, when he walked through my front door, it was like the atmosphere changed. It was, it was crazy. Like, I just, like, I knew that something, there was like something different here, you know? Was it like a and so, kind of thing? Yeah, it was oh like, uh, <laughs> it was like something, like something beyond myself, right? Yeah. And so, um, he, that was July 11th. We met July 11th. He was supposed to the next day go um, somewhere to a different state. That guy ended up canceling. So he ended up staying in Athens for an extra day. We ended up going out to dinner. So July 11th, we met, we were engaged by November 11th. (laughs) And then we got married. Yeah. So (laughs) when did, when did you get married? So we got married in October, October 10th. Yeah. And yeah, I saw your pictures and all of that. It was pretty recent. So yeah. So we, You're yeah, we got married in November 11th and then he moved here the day after Thanksgiving. So it was like, I mean, we, you know, we kind of went back and forth <laughs> traveling, talking to each other, um, talk to each other every day. Like it was just, um, it was so God inspired. Like God was so in it. It was like, I just knew. I mean, it was like crazy. They said like, when you know, you know, like I just knew that, that this was it. It had God written all over it. Um, all of my friends said that they gave him a, a thumbs up, a yes. All of my ministry people, my family, like that, that had never happened before. Like I am the queen <laughs> of, of bad pickers, you know? <laughs> and everybody was like, yes, this is, this is your, your guy. And plus I'll tell you something funny. Um, so I studied under a, a pastor my first five years in recovery. Uh, I was in a discipleship and I studied under him and he would, he was actually a counselor, also a, a substance abuse counselor. And he would always tell me, he would say, Jamie, you stop looking for these men. God is going to bring your, hu- your husband right to your front door. And I would say, Pastor Ricky, you just want me to be single forever. Like, <laughs> never going to find a guy like that. And, um, sure enough, I mean, God just brought him right 
to my front door. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, enter Adam. <laughs> like you said, he walked through your front door and everything changed. Yes. That's great. And that was it. I love that. I love that. That's so awesome. So obviously he's had a huge influence on you too. And I'm sure he, because you spoke about how he was so open and so bold about his recovery. And so did that help you? I mean, I guess step into that a little bit more too. Did you? I Absolutely. From him? Yeah. Yeah. And he's, uh, he's like the techie guy. So he does like, he knows all the technical stuff, like lighting, sound, computer, like yeah. that's not me. <laughs> that's him. That's like, you're like me, Jamie, like she's the techie one. And I'm just like, can you do this for us? <laughs> yes. Yes. Hey, so I'm make just, a I'm thumbnail. Just learned, <laughs> I've just learned through trial and error. So <laughs> yeah. Yep. So he's, yeah, he's my um, biggest supporter and, um, just like most encouraging person. We've done um, a lot of events together, um, different like speaking events. And and now we're able to, um, you know, minister as a, as a husband and wife, which is really cool. So that's great. That's great. So um, I see some posts um, where you do some self-care and I'm all about some self-care and I want to know um, what, is your favorite way? I know that you work on yourself constantly and that's what you do as a recovery coach, but um, I want to just give me your um, best self way to do self-care a day of it. If you were just going to do nothing but self-care for a day. Oh, okay. Okay. Cause I love so your self-care was- posts. I'm all about that. <laughs> yes. Um, okay. For me, number one, um, reading meditation prayer, like however you do that, you know what I mean? Starting off with that, like, and not having to rush, getting like a, a cup of like some really good tea. I'm a London fog latte girl, Earl Grey tea with some cream and some sugar-free vanilla syrup. I'm all about it. And, um, so definitely prayer and meditation. Um, I'm huge on running. I love running. It's just like such a, like, it puts me in this like amazing place outside, not on a treadmill. I hate running on the treadmill. But I, <laughs> I love being outside and being able to see like flowers and plants and birds and sun. Like that's for me. Um, facials. I love facials. They make me feel so good. And your skin <laughs> like hydrated. Where you just look so refreshed and so relaxed. And I was just like, whatever she's doing, I need to do that. <laughs> yes. Yes. Facials are amazing. Massage, of course. of course. I I love massage. Like I do massage and I I get probably like I get like three massages a month. Like people, my other massage therapist friends are like, how do you, like, you really take care of yourself, Jamie. Like you do like so much massage for, for a massage therapist. Like, yes, I need it in my life. Like physical touch is like my, um, is like my love language. Right. So, um, so massage for me is like, oh, I have to, I have to have it in my life. Um, bubble baths. That is just amazing. Like bubble baths, even little things like rubbing lotion on yourself, like a really good smelling lotion and like really like taking time to like put it in. Cause you know, you can't, sometimes you're balling on a budget, right? <laughs> so <laughs> you can't, you can't do all the go get a massage, get a facial, yeah. but you can do lots of stuff at home. Right. Um, I love to soak my hair in and, um, coconut oil. 
Oh, I like it. Wet your hair and then put it in, leave it in. Like if you can leave it in overnight, awesome. If not, try to leave it in for at least 20, 30 minutes. It will change your life. Well, and you know, I asked that question because you, in the role of being a recovery coach and a massage therapist, you're always helping others feel better. And I know that's got to be very draining. And I think a lot of people, especially like, you know, moms, parents, it's easy to, to give of yourself and then forget to use self-care. And I love that. I love when I see you doing that because um, I think you can't really care for others like you need to, unless you're really taking care of yourself. So, and I love that. I'm gonna have to do some coconut coconut oil on my hair. I like that. Yes. Yes. You can't pour from an empty cup. No, exactly. And and you stretch, you know, we, as women, as moms, we stretch ourselves so thin. We put everybody before us. It's so hard to give our best yes to things because, you know, we, we want to take care of people. We want to do things. And, um, and yes, we have to get in that self-care, that time of time out. I, I have, um, you know, I, I go like, I'll go tanning, like out, out in the sun or go to like the tanning bed, like not a lot, maybe like once a week. Cause literally it's like, nobody can bother me. That little, <laughs> that little space. <laughs> it's, it's just me. <laughs> Well, and I love what you said about the little things, because a lot of times I think when we think of self-care and things like that, we think, oh, well, you know, go forking over money for a massage or a face facial. But I love what you said about the little things, a bubble bath, some good smelling lotion, you know, just the little things as a way to like care for yourself and unwind or being in the tanning bed where you have that 10 or so minutes that's quiet, you know, just yes. any little thing that you can just do to kind of reset and relax. Like you said, I think that's so, so important. So, so tell me, Jamie, what, um, so if you're not feeling the most motivated or your, uh, Gojo is not really going like it should, what, what do you do? Like what really gets you motivated and gives you that energy to go and to do what you need to do? Um, for me, it's definitely going to be, Besides caffeine, <laughs> um, <laughs> it's, it's going to be, you know, that quiet time, that quiet time in the morning, you know, when I'm feeling like as a content creator, it gets like, you really got to dig sometimes you got to dig deep to think about like, what am I going to talk about today? Like, how am I, you know, I've talked about everything I could possibly do. <laughs> I don't what know if I have anything I left. <laughs> What else? What is there, you know? Um, And that's, and for me, I mean, for me, it comes with uh, reading my Bible. That's, that's mine. Um, Reading my Bible or one of like my favorite devotionals or, you know, listening to somebody, um, Jennifer Rothschild, uh, Tony Evans, um, you know, things like that. Um, What's that other lady that I really like? Joyce Myers, you know, and just, and I've seen you singing. Y'all oh, y'all have yeah. to watch Jamie's videos. She'll just get on there. She'll find her a good worship song. And she yes. will just sing. <laughs> I will just, I'll be like, please don't listen to my voice, but you have to hear this song. <laughs> I, I love it though, because you can tell that you're really just worshiping and you're just so sincere. And that's something that I love about you and your videos and everything is that you can just see your sincerity 
and it's it's not a it's not a show or it's not, it's a, not about an attention her. She thing. Just, yeah. She's just worshiping and having a good time and, and really just sharing your story. And I just I just love that and and admire it mm-hmm. so much. Yep. So yeah, definitely. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Those songs really, those songs really get to me. I mean, uh, they do. And, and when I get so excited about something like either like a word in my devotion or a song, I'm like, Oh, they have to hear this. (laughs) You know, like I just want to share it. So. I love that. I think you're, you're really, or I know you are, you're, you're a sharer. And I mean, that's how I know about you is because you've shared and I watch your videos and I see your posts and I mean, just keep doing what you're doing. Cause I mean, that's amazing. You know, even, even your, your singing to your worship songs the other day, it got me. And I was just like, I don't know this song, but I just like this. And I'm just going to sit here with her. <laughs> you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so I know that we talked about your husband being a really big influence in your life. Other than, um, I guess your husband, um, do you have anyone that's like a mentor or one particular person that has really helped you through or given you some of the best advice that you've um, ever gotten? Absolutely. Um, the, you know, my, um, my mentor who was my pastor, pastor Ricky that I told you about who was my counselor. And then also there's this, um, this lady, pastor Jackie, my pastor Ricky had, he, um, passed away February of 2020. And, um, he literally was like a father to me. And, um, so, um, this, I met this other lady who kind of mentored me and took me under her name is uh, pastor Jackie McCullen. And, um, she has really poured into me and, and helped me so much. Um, one of the biggest things that she has helped me with is this one simple line. Keep it moving. Whatever happened, you you fell off, you messed up, you did, you know, did something you didn't think you did it great, you should have done it better. Okay, keep it moving. Just keep going. Mm -hmm. Don't get stuck in that place. That's awesome. So on that note, she gave you this advice. Do you have any advice that you just like to share that you want to share with like our listeners right now, just a good piece of advice that you like to share with others, or would it be the same advice? What's something you want to share? Um, advice to someone? I just always want people to know that they are deserving, like they are deserving and, and they are worthy, you know, because for me, so much of my life, I struggled with believing that I was worthy of having a good life, believing that I was worthy of having a good husband, of having a good job. Of, you know, I would say like, oh, I want this. I want this. I want this. I want this in my life. But I didn't believe that I was deserving of that. So I always like to encourage people to know that you, number one, you can do whatever it is that you want to do. Like whatever you want to do in life, you literally can do that, which when I figured that out, when I was in recovery, it like blew my mind. I mean, I had an idea one day, you know, like, man, I think, I think that I want to, um, make like, make this protocol for massage with like recovery and massage. And I think I want to do it. And like, and I just did it. So I did it. I had an idea. 
I put it through. I did it. Now I work at a, um, you know, a massage school and I train massage therapists on how to do it. You know, like okay. I, I, I got certified through Georgia Council on Substance Abuse to do this treatment for other people to do this treatment. Like whatever you want to do. I was like, oh, I want to, I want to start a recovery coaching service. I want to start a YouTube channel. Like I want to do all these things. So I did it right. I want to start my own business. So I did, you know, like whatever you want to do, you literally can do that. You literally can. And not only can you, but you are worthy of it and deserve it. That's awesome. Yeah, that really is because so many, I mean, personally, I've struggled so much with, um, you know, just self-love and like you said, just thinking that I'm worthy. It's not like this out loud thing that's you're like, Hey, and you're walking around saying, Hey, I'm not worthy. I don't like myself, but it's Mm -hmm. something deep inside that maybe other people wouldn't even know about you. So I love, love, love that advice to just say, just tell someone you're worthy. You can do anything you want. You know, once you step out there, you're worthy of everything. That's beautiful. Yeah, I think too, just having the courage too to just step to take that first step. Like you said, you had an idea to incorporate the recovery into your massage therapy. And I mean, what a great, awesome idea. And you just, I mean, you kept it moving. You like you did it and you went with it, you know, and that's awesome. So what is on the horizon for you then, Jamie? Like what's next for you? What are you what are you looking into? What's what's uh what's the next way you're gonna keep it moving? So definitely on the online platform, definitely trying to grow that as much as possible. Um, I've gotten invited to speak so many places, which just still blows my mind Um, all over the United States. Like I get asked to go and I have a couple appointments to go speak some different states and, and things like that. So definitely still like doing that moving forward with, um, my YouTube channel, still working on, on all that stuff. Um, and just really like getting into my, you know, my family role as a wife, right? I mean, (laughs) being a wife is hard. (laughs) (laughs) Amen, sister. not it is not what you think it is (laughs) it is very different it's a lot of work like being in a marriage and 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 being the role of the wife the mother the you know I mean I was just so independent for so many years so doing this whole you know uh role of being a wife and a godly wife um is really important to me. And so I'm learning how to, how to do those things and how to be, you know, a good, um, like a good, like, what do they call it? Like the, like the matriarch, like the mom, like the, the mood setting of, of the house. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot of pressure. When mom ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. Isn't that what they say? It's so true. Yes. So being able to put myself, my feelings, my emotions, um, aside for, you know what I mean? To, to think for like the good of the household and the good of the marriage is, um, it's challenging. So it's really a lot of pressure. It's Mm -hmm. a lot of pressure because I have found too, that 
you really do kind of set the mood as the mom and the wife of the family. You really do kind People of just, set they the just mood. follow your lead. Yeah. It's one and of those kind of things. Like I have, I've, I've just really been having a bad day and been in a, ba- a bad mood. And I noticed that like all of a sudden everybody else is like that. And I'm like, Oh, I need to check myself. Like I have more power than I think I do. <laughs> you know, so. so true. It's so true. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So that's, so, um, I want you to share with our listeners where they can find some more information from you, where they can go follow you and learn more about you and, um, see your awesome videos and see the, the fantastic work that you're doing, because I know there's so many people out there, um, that will just be so inspired by what you're doing. So share with us about that. Absolutely. It's very easy. You can find me on Jamie tall on every platform on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, um, if you just search hashtag Jamie Tall, you'll find everything, everything about me. <laughs> Great. I love it. I love that. I love the uh, Jamie Tall, that shortening of your last name. Mm-hmm. I really like that. I'm sure that wasn't just uh, by accident. <laughs> that was, that was Adam. That was my husband. <laughs> I, love, I, love, I love that. That's yeah, really good. Great. I think that it, I think it says a lot being everything that you just told us about self-love and thinking that you're you're worthy I just like how you you shorten that and it just says Jamie Tall that always gets me when I see it mm-hmm. and a girl <laughs> yeah plus it was kind of hard like my well it was my my maiden last name but my maiden last name is actually Toledo and it's like it's people like it's very hard for people to say that <laughs> okay well maybe it isn't just a pronunciation thing then. <laughs> But I'm reading into it over here. Right? No, no, no. My husband was like, "Yeah, you're, just, you're gonna be Jamie Tall. That's it. That's what I'm gonna be like." I love okay. It. I love it. Well, Jamie, thank you so much for for being here with us today and for sharing your story. You, like I said, I know I keep I keep saying you're such an inspiration, but I mean, you really are, and I love the work that you're doing. And I'm excited for our listeners to check you out and go follow you and learn more about you because. Um, I love your bravery too, um, of just putting yourself out there and being who you are and, and helping people. And, you know, I know that you've already helped so many people and I know you're, you're, God's going to use you to continue to help so many people. And it's, it's just, it's been an honor to interview you and to talk to you and to learn a little bit more about what you're doing. So, and I'm sure this won't be the last time uh, I'll be talking to you. So. Thank you. Thank you so much. I super appreciate you having me. I'm glad we finally got to link up. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to go like take a bubble bath now and rub like good smell yeah, lotion on myself. I'm definitely doing the coconut yes. tonight. I'm definitely absolutely, <laughs> absolutely awesome. We'll take care, Jamie, and we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks so much. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Bye.